Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, people. Welcome to Both Sides with DJ. And Honey. This is our second show, people. We're back again. Thank you guys for everything, all the feedback that y'all giving us. Um, Honey, anything you want to say? Any special messages? Anything you got? Any, you know, praises for the first show? Oh, that feedback was so awesome. The fact that everybody had stuff to say, which was great. It was great to know that people actually listened to this and got a great insight of our show. Yeah, it and was. We are back again. Yeah, it was definitely encouraging for us to push and get more material, more, more, you know, substance for you guys to listen to and and give us more feedback. And hopefully, we could get some of you guys on the show. We got a lot of people who are already hitting us up about getting on the show. So we would like for you guys. New listeners as well to be encouraged. Um, you'll get all the information later down the line in the show. Um, but let's jump into. Wait, first and foremost, how was our the apple picking? Was that was really yeah? Cool. Let let the listeners that know. was fun. All those trees to see all the kids to actually eat an apple off the tree without pesticides. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. It um, was just great. The weather was nice. Oh and those. She donuts. she was so oh, domestic my. out there. She was <laughs> she, she act like yeah, she yeah, she act like she wanted to climb a tree, but she did. Yeah. I sorta of did. Whatever. I mean if the branch I is two feet high. My height right. Okay. <laughs> but the kids had they had a good time yeah. and I did get my apple cider donuts. And um somebody over here was all in the bag, but you know, that's just how it goes. Yeah. I guess. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah you know what's mine i guess is hers and what's hers is hers yeah you know, it becomes a wee thing this is just yeah it was a great time though um we'll get into um what we're doing later in the weekend but first you know we like to start off with sports one of my favorite topics of course um the world series has started people um it's la versus boston the Yankees are not in it. I am not interested. Boo. I'll be moving on from that topic. Um, no, but <laughs> I guess I would like the LA Dodgers to win that because yeah, I'm not, yeah. you know, any any New York fan shouldn't be rooting for a Boston fan. I'll just tell you that now. Oh my God. What is it with people from New York? That's just, you don't the, it's an unwritten for every rule. Team in it's an unwritten rule. And we know what unwritten rules mean to you. You would think, <laughs> so. you would think. That people would rally and say, okay, New York is not, but let's just move on. Pick the, no. It yeah. doesn't. They beat us, right. so why would we cheer for them? Another news, the LA Brawl, that's what I'm calling it. I got to see that live on TV. It that's was it was I, I I don't I don't know, yeah, but let me break down the story. First and foremost, um you know, it was a basketball game. It was a it was a competitive game, the Rockets versus the Lakers. It was LeBron's first game in LA. Um, it was Saturday, and then um, I guess you know James Harden always with the Euro step to the to the to the to the to the rack um, got fouled by Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram got frustrated. Blah blah. blah. Chris Paul and Rajon Rondo got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Paul alleged, or or he said that um, he was spat on by. Rajon Rondo. The video shows he did. I didn't see a hawk spit. Like it I, wasn't, I but it was enough to say. But, but it, it like I call it like a piff spit. Like you don't fully spit, but you like. Rondo allegedly was taking out his mouthpiece, and that's where the spit came from. Anyway, that was um that led to a brawl in L.A., which is the first time I seen like actual fists fist, connect yeah, into the face. It was it was it was entertaining for me. I mean, nobody wants to see that in basketball at all, but. That was very, very, very entertaining. Um, Rajon Rondo caught Chris Paul with the first piece after right Chris on. Paul pointed on, right on Rondo's face, and then there's a couple punches on them. This fool, Boo Boo the fool, <laughs> young guy Brandon Ingram runs from half court and lunges a punch at Chris Paul. So the suspensions are as follow: How much games did Brandon Ingram get? Four. He got four. Uh, Rondo Chris got. Paul got- 
two, and Rondo, and Rondo got, got three. So in that order, four, three, two, Ingram, Rondo, Paul, all suspended for their upcoming games. It was nice to see that um, uh, LeBron actually, you know, tried to defuse the whole situation. I mean, that's. I his, mean, honestly, like everybody knows, that Chris Paul is his boy, but it could have been much worse. It, it could have been much worse, but. LeBron wasn't going to let that go down. No. No. So, in the NFL this week, ladies and gentlemen, it was a real entertaining week. This week's scores, the Saints versus the Ravens. Saints won 24-23. Saints are leading their division 5-1. It was the Rams versus the 49ers, 39-10. Rams won. Rams are 7-0 leading their division, NFC West. The Redskins defeated the Cowboys (laughs) 20-17. The Redskins on top of the NFC East 4-2. Yeah, they're 4-2. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers still on top of the AFC North. They didn't play this week. The Chiefs handed it to the Bengals 45-10. The Chiefs are now 6-1 leading the AFC West. Broncos had the Thursday night game with the Cardinals. 45-10, the Broncos tore them down. Titans versus the Chargers. I believe that game was in London. Chargers gave it to the Titans 20-19. Not gave it to them. That was a competitive game late. Um, Colts beat the Bills 37-5 The Pats beat the Bears 38-1 And that got entertaining real late Mitchell Trubisky, young quarterback He's looking a little bit better yeah. He's leading um, The Pats are leading AFC East They got a 5-2 record Lions beat the Dolphins 32-21 Browns, they lost to the Bucks 23-26 Yeah, that was an overtime game The Eagles lost to the Panthers late 17-21 and then you got the Vikings beating the Jets, 37-17. The Vikings are leading their division 4-2-1. and one. Then you got the Texans beating the Jags, 20-7. Texans are now leading their division 4-3. Now, the big games that I'm looking at this weekend, I got the Ravens versus the Panthers. Panthers at home. Those are two nice defenses I want to see yeah. go at it. Um, the next big game, I want to see those undefeated Rams versus Aaron Rodgers off the bye week. Now, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> hopefully he's rested up. The knee is rested up. He could go at the Rams, but right. that's going to be a big game. I want to see that. And then I got the Saints versus the Vikings. Kirk Cousins versus Drew Brees. I expect that to be a big, big shootout. But L.A. brawl was not the only brawl that we saw. Mm-hmm. There was almost a brawl in the in the middle of the field in the NFL this weekend. More with words. More with words. It was um Malcolm Jenkins of the Eagles. And Eric Reed of the Carolina Panther, the now Carolina Panther, Eric Reed himself. Um, We all knew what this was coming to. We all know what it was about. Um, Let me just give you guys a short story. Colin Kaepernick, he started a a movement to end depression by taking a knee during the national anthem. His teammate, Eric Reed, who is now a Carolina Panther after being out of football for a year. um, He stood with Cap. They both lost their jobs for the sacrifice they made on trying to move the movement for to, to end depression in the United States. And um, Eric Reed's beef was basically, we lost everything and you're still here getting your money. Which caused them to have this little war of words. Um, one of the things that, you know, it stemmed from, from this whole thing with the NFL giving out, you know, almost 90 grand to di- different charities and stuff. And one thing's for sure, let's just get back to a little synopsis of that whole scenario besides that. Um, Malcolm Jenkins, he is also a co-founder of the so-called Players Coalition. He, okay. You know, one of the things that he found out was the fact that, you know, the NFL, he had an agreement with the NFL for that. But people don't understand that some of the, some of the things that he's done, this really doesn't stem from Kaepernick. It stems from previous things that he's done for his community, for the outreach of all the criminal things that's been going on with the community. What people felt because of the fact he kept it going and sense of, like, still doing stuff towards the national anthem and people felt ways about it, especially Reed. I mean... This is what I got in this whole situation. Eric Reed is to me saying, look, brother, we done lost everything 
for you to 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 have and gotten this money from the NFL to lead a movement that we started, that we sacrificed for, that you are now the face of. And what did you do? What did you lose? You you are now a Super Bowl champion. You never lost a check. And here we are fighting, fighting against other team owners, all the team owners. We're doing this, we're doing that. We're not even playing football. The game we love, what we we work our whole lives on, we sacrifice that. So we can end oppression here in the United States. Right. And 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 Eric Reed called Malcolm Jenkins a sellout. Like, look, my brother, you you put your face on this thing and you collected the funds and now you're taking the funds and you're not even set out you're not even doing what we set out and what we sacrificed for. Right. He felt that there was a strings attached to this whole agreement with the NFL promoting in China find some type of le- uh, le- uh, middle ground as far as the players and the, the team owners itself during the national anthem. I don't know. I, I don't think there is going to be a common ground for this. I think it's going to be always some type of rift between them two because they feel that he should be doing it's, I, it's not just between them two. It's Eric Reed is is representing a whole slew of people who believe well, Michael Thomas left because he also felt that, that now see now you got to think about the characters who stayed with uh, Malcolm Jenkins, right? And the people who live because Michael Thompson wasn't the only one. Anquan Bolden was there for was with Michael, Malcolm Jenkins as well. And I don't know, I no longer see his face in everywhere, and 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 I have to think that maybe he even stepped away because this wasn't you know what the whole movement was for this is not what they sacrificed for but I got I got to do my research more on Anquan Bolden's situation but I know for a fact that Malcolm Jenkins is definitely the the as somebody he's pointed an official spokesperson he's I read today the that they're calling him the acceptable Negro, Negro. yeah they call that's what they're calling him because he took the money and I think he was supposed to be the leader of let me tell you. Let me let me break the it down. The question is, who fully wait, agreed to wait, the charities? Let me let me. They agreed to these charities, and I. What? Wait. First of all, what charities are you talking about? It's the NFL agreed to take the money and distribute against related. But okay, for all right. The this anthem. this money to me was hush money, and Malcolm Jenkins was supposed to lead the hush pack. Right. This is and this and this is why they're calling him a sellout because you took the money. And now you're not saying anything. Was this just hush money? Were you supposed to lead us to shut up? Like that's where every that, that that's how I'm like reading into this, and that's why I think Eric Reed is coming from. Of course, Colin Kaepernick t- tweeted about you know he stands with Reed on this situation. Of course, his brother who stood, by, stood him. by him. Yeah, but at the same token, I, I I really believe that was Eric Reed right to approach him on the field? No, no you if you want to approach somebody, that. you could approach them anywhere. So he waited to the football game, and um, he approached them and had some words, called them a sellout, had some some comments at the end of the game, and and really and truly, like like I said, it's not the right time, but I do understand where this man is coming from, especially the reasoning behind, like these, like I said, these dudes lost jobs and money. These guys got families and stuff to feed. These are their dreams that they worked hard, you know, hard for, yeah. and it was a it was a message that they were trying to send. That got misconstrued and um turned into something else and and they were out of work and and their lives were changed because of it and that's just my that's my that's my take on it i know i could when it comes to these sport things i could get a little emotional but that's yeah and um like i said i do got a nice interview for you guys which talks about um fans you know boycotting the nfl that will be put together real soon for you guys um, we're gonna go on a little break. That got a little intense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even think we was gonna get a little, you know, deep into it like that. But we're gonna take a break. This is both sides. We'll be right back, people. Hey, babes. 
Why don't we tell everybody about our podcast, Both Sides with DJ and Honey? You mean the podcast starring us? Yeah, why not? We're awesome. Baby, so silly. Anyway, <laughs> this podcast is about sports, music, movies, and any entertainment that might catch our interest. We even encourage entrepreneurs and business owners to come on the show and promote. We even have our couples therapy segment. So if you want to hear more or say more, you can follow us on Instagram at both underscore size DJRS or you can email us at both sides DJRS at gmail.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Both Sides with DJ and Honey. Yeah, so um, just a couple of corrections we want to make. I didn't mention the Giants and Falcons game. I know there's a lot of New Yorkers questioning my loyalty to to the city. I'm loyal to my city, but I'm a Steelers fan. Um, I don't root against the Giants. I don't hate them. I don't dislike them. I don't, you know, I want to see them succeed because that's my city. But they're doing bad. Like every other New York team. Um, thank you for that. <laughs> um, they lost to the Falcons 23-20. to Saquon did his thing. As usual. Odell did his thing. He didn't have a tantrum this time. I don't know. I wasn't watching. Well, not for Odell. That's not what I do. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't watching for the Odell's tantrum. I watched because it's football <laughs> on a Monday night. But then, you know, they lost. Um, you wanted to make a correction, babe? Yeah. When we was talking about the Reed and the Jenkins thing, I actually said that the NFL was dishing out 90K instead of 90 million. So that's like a drastic change. Yeah. In that was just the error on our part. Um, it was written down. <laughs> <laughs> um, just want to just, just get something off my chest with that situation. Um, 90 million, you know. Basically, $100 million NFL gave to Malcolm Jenkins and a couple of other players to spread them out, you know, amongst a couple of organizations that's supposed to fight against oppression. Um, Eric Reed felt that he didn't do that, that he didn't stand with Cap, that the money was taken and, you know, used wrongfully. This is a brother who was a decent safety in the NFL. He played good. He had no reason to not play. Once his contract was up with the 49ers, you know, he wasn't picked up for a whole year of football. You know, unable to provide, unable to play something that, you know, he worked his whole life for. You know, his dreams. And um, his situation... As far as football goes, like I said, he was a good safety. Colin Kaepernick's skills was diminishing. Anybody in the league could use a a good safety. My team, the Steelers, could use a good safety. Nobody picked him up for a whole year. He sat on his butt all year for what he sacrificed. And now he's playing for the Panthers. After a year of being out of football, a year and some weeks, because he didn't start with the team. And um, now this money has been distributed from the NFL. And what he sacrificed for a whole year and some change, nothing changed. The money was used in different, you know, ways. Ways in which Colin Kaepernick and him weren't, you know, down for. And this brother took a kneel for something that he believed in. And I want to make this this statement, and it's not towards everyone, but some of us stand up for the flag and don't know what we're standing up for. I, I believe that. Um, but this brother, he, he got down on one knee with Cap for something that they believed in, something they did their research on, and, and, and they sacrificed all they had for, for this, this oppression fight. So I just I just have to get that one off my chest. I, I hate to change the mood, but we do have to get into a little bit more NFL stuff. Um, one thing I'm noticing about the NFL this year, the kicking, the kicking, the kicking. Um, the kickers are missing everything this year. 
You have a bunch of teams, about four teams, I think, with ties because of missed kicks in overtime. Not mine. Mine. <laughs> um. Yeah, a bunch of kickers. They're missing extra points. Chippies, as you will call them. A couple of kickers lost their jobs. And um And there's in the jitters. I, I we're don't seven I don't, weeks, almost eight weeks in. There's no jitters to We're about to go yeah, eight weeks in, I understand. But I honestly believe that it's a it's a mental it's been a mental breakdown for these kickers since they pushed back the extra point mark. I don't think it's effective to say that. I don't think it's effective at all to say that. I, I don't. I, I don't see where it's such a drastic marker like that to to say that it. It. I understand. Like not all the time, everybody can make the kick. I mean, it really comes down to the why if you don't. But to say because of a switch, just a little couple. I don't see it. It's ten yards, and I and and and, and for me, I'm thinking if I'm a kicker. If you move back something 10 yards, for me, everything's going to feel like it's moved back 10 yards. It just maybe a mental thing. If it, Some of these kickers have been kicking for 20 years in the league, and and, it, and this change has been made, and, you know, it's got to be something mental. You got Hall of Fame-bound kickers missing extra extra points. One point, they're missing extra points. Yeah, but this rule has been to play. This this whole situation is nothing that just happened. You, it's been about you have three to, years now. Okay, so why haven't anybody adjusted? Three that? years after kicking for like twenty, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm 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 just giving you what I think. I never kicked the football through the field goal. I've tried, never you know made never one in. Yeah, I, I can't. Real flat yeah, I couldn't <laughs> kick a field goal for anything. But um, that's it for sports right now. Um. This is both sides. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, what's going on, people? It's DJ from Both Sides. If you guys have a business and you need some promotion, you want to put up an ad, hit us up. BothSidesDJRS at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram, both underscore size DJRS. Hit us up on Facebook, both size DJRS. Help us help you. Welcome back again, guys, both sides, DJ. And honey. Um, Yeah, we're sorry we had to give you a little extra sports today. Um, anybody who know me know that I, I like to get into my sports, especially if something, yeah, I, if it's something I feel like I could speak on and, and elaborate or, you know, give my opinion, I'm going to do that on this show. Um, so please get used to that. Again, I am sorry for it, but... That's me. She's honey. Um, <laughs> We're passionate about certain things. Yeah, that's just all it is. That's all. Um, so this the, it's the weekend. Yes, it is. Everybody just letting you guys know it. Um, in case you don't know or in case you don't care, it is <laughs> Halloween is coming up. And um, I believe New York City got the Halloween parade yes. coming up. I um, think that's... Wednesday. Yes, Next okay. Wednesday. And it starts... It's the 45th year of the, of the parade. And it starts at 7 o'clock, and it ends at 10.30, and it's on 6th Avenue, going all the way to 16th Street. It's, everybody could go, dogs, children, parents. Imagine naming the animals. It's just, it's just, (laughs) it's just mayhem, but it's so nice to see everybody having fun and seeing all these different thought-out outfits and they have their own floats and you know the music and the people. It's just nice to see it. It's really uh, I'll be an sure experience. To yeah, it's bring a great my dog. experience. Yeah, why not? I'll bring my dog. <laughs> I'll leave my son behind. Bring my dog. Oh my god. <laughs> um, other things going on this weekend. I believe the well. What I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm going to plan or try to plan DJ's birthday. Yay! Um, that's one thing I know. I know I have to take care of this weekend. So my young man is turning six. 
Um, that's what I'm getting into this weekend and um, how I know it's his birthday coming up. I was reading that the New York Toy Expo, the, the Toy Fair, it's coming up. It's coming in Jacob Javis Center in New York. I believe it's the weekend after Halloween, the third and the fourth. It's two days, two sessions per day. Um, we went last year. We bought DJ. It was awesome. We had a good time. Great time. There's a bunch of things going on in there. A lot of kids, which is not a bad thing. It really was great to see all the kids that interact. One of the great things about this whole toy thing is you get to interact with all the toys. They get to see and play with the newer feature toys. You get to go home with certain freebies. Samples. Samples. Yep. You get to have gooey stuff. You get to have connects. You get to anything you could think of. Crafts. Arts and crafts they have there. Things are there to purchase, too. Oh boy! So yeah, bring so bring a, a lot of toys. <laughs> yeah, that, that you know that the holidays is coming up. Christmas. <laughs> so the kids are excited. My son reminded me that it's before his birthday, so that's how I know I gotta get the ball rolling with that. Um, that's pretty much all I know that's going on in New York City for the weekend, for the weekend. and the upcoming weekends. Um, if I hear anything else, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Um, last weekend we got to binge Daredevil like we said we would. Um, what you think about it, babe? That was great. I really liked it. I really liked everything about it. Um, they brought in a new character, even though I don't think I can say who I know who the new character is because he betrayed let's, somebody let's, else. Well, let's not give away too much. Right. But we did binge it. Go ahead. I'm not going to cut the you. action was good. And if anybody knows the background of the true Daredevil with the comics... It's actually really sticking to the storyline. A little t- twist and turns to it, but it's really, really good. I have a question for, for all of those people. Even if you didn't see the last season of Daredevil on Netflix, you don't think this guy gets beat up enough? This guy gets beat up He's every a superhero. Episode. No, his he can hear and and smell better than anybody else. <laughs> but he doesn't have super strength. He make a fight. But this guy gets beat beat up every episode. And if you guys haven't seen season three, be expected for for Matt Murdock to be getting beat up all (laughs) season. This guy, yeah. But I I enjoyed it as well. I wasn't, um, I wouldn't put the third season over the first or second season, but I thought it carried off well. Yeah. Um, Being that the Defenders was, um, I believe, the prequel leading into this. Because uh, Matt Murdock apparently died in a building that collapsed in the Defenders um, show. And, you know, everybody thinks he's dead in the beginning of this season, um, you know, season three on Netflix. So that's where it starts off. We do encourage people to watch that. It was a good one. It was a goodie. Um, Other things, uh, if you guys are into any Halloween movies and stuff, I I don't think that there's a lot of um, movies and stuff that are out for Halloween. Um, Wait, before you even get into that, can we go back a little bit since you mentioned, since we were talking about the Marvel? Go back for what? Because of the fact that, what about Luke Cage and Iron Fist? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Well, I'm pretty sure you guys know about the Iron Fist um, show being canceled after two seasons on Netflix. But now it's it's reached over to um, Luke Cage. And they, um, they actually canceled Luke Cage after two seasons. And I thought the second season, both of them was better than the first. I think both two, both second seasons were better. But I think, in my opinion, that in the making of those two seasons, and I believe they both came out this year, yeah, they, they knew did. it was the end. Um, or, or something close to it. From what I'm hearing, Disney is looking to um, start their own network where they can um, promote their Marvel Studios features, all their shows, movies. So forth, uh, I guess following in the footsteps of um, the DC channel. I don't know how that's going to work, but yeah, yeah Iron Fist and Luke Cage is gone. Just like that. Done. Jessica Jones and um, Daredevil still stands. I'm surprised they kept Jessica Jones. Not saying she was bad. Jessica either, Jones but... had the best second season out of Iron Fist, Luke Cage, in her show. Oh, to me, yeah. I, I think her first season was the worst out of all of them. Yeah, that's true. Probably not the worst, but her second season was definitely the best. I'm going to move on from that. Um, Like I said, like I was saying before, Honey, you know, corrected, we interrupted me. Because we did want to tell you guys about the Luke Cage and um, Iron Fist. 
Um, Michael, there's another Michael Meyer movie out for Halloween. Um, I won't go into depth about that. Gracious. If you guys go see it, let us know what you thought about it. Should Everyone they, should knows they... it doesn't change. The story does not change. How many times you kill a white guy? Well, in the mass. <laughs> That's just crazy. Um, we want to know who. <laughs> If you guys think that should end, so let us know if you guys saw it. Um, in music, um, pretty much we listened to a couple of albums throughout the week, and um, there's a few that dropped. Yep, within um, a week and a half. Um, first, um, we got Khaled's album. Yeah, which is Sun City, his El Paso stomping grounds. And I, what do you think about I, that? Album? I no, you go ahead. That's your guy. I love Khaled, I do. I love the first album, American Teen, which came out in 2017. But there is similarities. It sounds the same. The The whole album sounds it's similar to the first one. I'm not saying it's bad. I have a couple of songs that I do like. That um, Saturday Night Light and Sun City, which is a reggaeton beat to it, which is at the end of the album. Yeah, I heard those two. Those two are good to me. Um, overall, it's a great album. No, 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 you know, but... I thought he would have just evolved a little bit into something else, a little more of different genre of music. For me, that album sounded like he was transforming to Miguel. Oh. Um, I will leave it there because I did enjoy his first album. This one, not so much for me. It, it just felt like it was on a, a straight line the whole album until he hit those you know reggaeton type songs at the end. Um, next album, we got Ella May. Say her name again. Ella May. Yes. Everybody's been pronouncing it. Um, I didn't even know this girl was English. Yes, she is. Yeah. But you know, most English people... Because when she was on the album, she spoke English, and now I know. And did yeah. you also know that she was on the X Factor season 11? I heard she was on X Factor. I did hear that. Um, but she was also a songwriter at first, but off that boot up, that was her famous Yeah, she is a DJ single. mustard protege. He is a discoverer. Um, her album's me, good. For, uh, I would understand why you would say that. Mm-hmm. But for me, you can understand why I'm going to say the next mm-hmm. thing I'm going to say. It wasn't for me. It wasn't. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it was It was a nice female album. You know, girls will probably listen to it. I can only listen to it once. I'm not going to lie. And then when I tried to listen to it a second time, I just, I don't know. Um, next album, Usher. Oh, my gosh. Usher. I mean, when is this man going to stop? I thought this man stopped making music 10 years ago, but... Every time I turn around, he's still making music. I just got to salute him on that. Whether this album, to me, is good or bad. Um, I think the album was good, though. I thought it, I thought it, was. it was okay. I thought he had that... Um, with, I like the intro. The, the beginning of the first song with, with Future. That was good. And that song, Peace. Oh, yeah. That is a nice little freaky joint. I like that one. And Those two I, I really one. caught my ear. Um, Salute to Usher mm-hmm. U-S-H-E-R yeah. Man doing his thing still But there's another little thing about Usher Since when he dropped his album There's been a little legal discrepancy With his Usher always got some legal yeah, well, on now these days th- Apparently some guy Named Daniel Marino Was awarded 44 million dollars For to, Because from what's being said Is that it stemmed from a lawsuit From when he actually produced or like co-wrote um, club a club song, Club Girl, which actually um, Usher transformed into Bad Girl, if everybody remember that song, mm. which is a very good That's song. That's a big song. It is a big song. And uh, he figured that, you know, he wasn't given the royalties that he should have gotten. And the judge awarded him the $44 million, which Usher has to pay along with his camp. So I this mean, is going to be interesting. I thought that was the last... Album that bad girl that song with bad girl album bad girl it's hot. confessions yeah yeah I thought that was the last album Usher came out with but I won't get, get into how long Usher's been making music <laughs> well, he's bad girl's now. a great song dude deserves his money on with that um next album Quavo yes um Quavo's album was cool for me yeah it was cool I I, I enjoyed the whole Atlanta interlude or or whatever you want to call it at end of one of the songs the, the Atlanta you know movie starring Ti when they was talking about getting the cutty at the table, I thought that was cool. Uh, my favorite tunes on there would probably have to be Pass Out, Shine, and Champagne Rose. Mine is Flip the Switch, Lose It, and Rerun. 
Oh, okay. Flip the switch is the one with Drake. I know that. Yeah, loses little baby. I, That's I, hot. I I, I I tried to get into the Drake song. I couldn't. Those of you know me, I'm a Drake fanatic, mm-hmm. but I just could not get into it. He also had a song on there with Travis Scott. I'm gonna listen Rewind. to that one again. Yeah, I got that one is that. good. Okay, yeah, but the one with little one. baby, lose it. You have. I to don't listen. know. For some reason, when I saw little baby, I just skipped that one. Oh man, sorry, you gotta listen sorry, to sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm gonna right. go back and listen to that. But Travis Scott, he seems to be the man this year. We've we've been hounding and going on and offline checking for his tickets. Trying to get to his show. Um, Which is in November. It's the end of November after Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, yep. And in the middle of the week. So we're trying to get to that. Um, f- that's pretty much it for music, entertainment, and all of that stuff. Uh, this is both sides again. We just thank y'all for listening. Um, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, you guys. Thanks for tuning to our podcast, Both Sides, with DJ Honey. We would love to hear from you guys. So whether you're an entrepreneur, music lover, or sports fanatic, you can hit us up, either follow us or DM us on Instagram at both underscore sides, DJRS. Thanks for listening. My name is DJ, and listening to my dad and Honey's podcast. 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 Good job. Welcome back, guys, to Both Sides Podcast with DJ. And Honey. This is that segment that we got a lot of good feedback from. This is Couples Therapy. Sure did. Sure did. We would like to say thank you. Yeah, thank you for the feedback, guys. Um, really appreciate it more will be more appreciated um this is the segment where we encourage any and every couple to come on and let's discuss a real topic even if it's us on this show we'll be discussing a real topic real situation real situation that a couple has been through or going through or something real we bring it to the table we try to find that middle line sometimes that middle line isn't found but we try and that's all we could do in a in a relationship. So today's topic is inter office relationships. Well, and Lord knows I tried. <laughs> um, this one over here laughing. Oh, For those of you who don't know, me and Honey, we we had our inner office relationships. I guess you know, point in time. Yeah. It was a. a Crazy experience. It had its ups and downs, a lot of arguing, a lot of, you know, space invading. Mm-hmm, whatever. This one over here. First and foremost, before we get into that, what does what is considered the relationship being a success story, like, or not a success story? Like, do you guys break up in the office and never talk again? Now, we know that's not a success story. <laughs> we know that. Or is a success story... When you guys are in a relationship in the office and you guys make it out, you know, like, do you got you guys make it out as a couple? You guys are no longer in the office. and You guys are a couple. Is that considered? Yeah, that's a success, a success story. story. Okay. It's something that thrives from something. So now if you guys happen to make it out and then break up sometime down the line, then what's that? Just a regular breakup. Okay, whatever. Okay, so let's just get back into us. <laughs> so we met in the office. Um, we were first friends. We were friends first, and um, of course, it escalated as anything normally do with the human um, species. <laughs> um, like I said, it had its challenges. I was really, really against showing any kind of affection or any kind of anything. Well, of course, not showing affection would be on the list of things not to do if you're in an off in an office relationship, but. I I really like my space. I wanted my space in the office, and this girl would always come happy go lucky, and you know, and I just felt I felt overwhelmed at times. I don't know what for. That's not happy go lucky as I am. That's not saying oh I was invading your space or taking over your space or trying to like get you to stay or do this with me twenty four seven in the office. It was just I guess maybe it wasn't you, or maybe in your head it wasn't you. I know sometimes it was, 
but I, I like you were always there. I don't know. It, it is an of office, course, of course. It's, yeah, an but office is small. sometimes, babe, you will be on some. Oh, let's go to lunch. Oh, let's go to work together. Oh, let's go home together. I'm like, so so. I really don't even have time to really breathe, and that was the biggest and most frustrating part. Like, and on top of that, of course, the 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 duration of time that we had this relationship and the mm-hmm. it, it's tend to dwell on me. Maybe you didn't see it because why? Because you was there already. It doesn't matter about me being there already. It was a it was a point in us being there and try to hide beneath the the sewers like the Ninja Turtles with our secrets. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was overwhelming to carry that in the office and just try to you know try to live and and have a happy relationship out and you know in. But I don't I don't I think when it comes to office period. Yeah, granted, we were friends first. So all the stuff where it became, I was like, right, what you said, taking over your space. I disagree wholeheartedly because it it wasn't like I was hoovering over you. Like I was micromanaging this relationship to say, this is what we're going to do when we're in the office. That's not like what I'm that. saying. What I'm saying is you, the, the, the space that in which I was given when we were friends becomes a whole new ball game once we're no longer friends in the office in the workspace. That's a total you it's okay. You could be friends and, and and when we were friends, we were just friends. So then when we become a relationship, that's a whole different relationship. Okay. That becomes something where there are boundaries set in the work area because people can get hurt, things can happen, people's jobs could get lost, things like that becomes something to watch out and be aware of in a in an office relationship. Okay, so the question is that I have for you is when do if if a relationship starts in into office relationship starts as friends and then you do certain things as friends and all of a sudden poof it's just sort of like oh no these are new rules now we can't do this we can't do that it's How not does can't that... do this and can't it's either I invest in us just messing around and not caring or I invest in us being in the same office until one of us decides to move on from that place. Thank the Lord that happened. Yeah, and you got through, thank the Lord, but at the same time, it was taking a toll on our relationship as well as being at work and performing and even wanting to be at work sometimes. Yeah, I think, but also the whole office itself, in particular, like with us, it was a little bit more than that. It was, I don't know whether or not our dynamic Per se, because it was like you said, we but kept it me, hidden for yeah, certain points. Yeah, but see that, that it's hidden because that's We're, not even, that dynamic is not something that needs to be shown in a work area. It's not area. supposed to. It's not, but you tend to sometimes not been able to hold back, and your emotions would sometimes get the best of you. It would lead to arguments. It would lead to us in separate places texting each other angry things, and that stuff built up and carried a load on what we were trying to do. And we know we had plans and we knew we was going to try and, and sometimes, you know, sometime down the line separate so that we can have a nice, healthy relationship. Because being in the office with somebody 24-7, I don't think is healthy because at times I felt like I was uncomfortable and I was like, my mind was just like going, like bouncing off walls, literally. Well, partial to that, I didn't really know that extent. I didn't know that extent until after like everything was breached out. And you knew happened. it. It's, no. it's easy. It's no. easy to. It's easy to look from the outside. It's, le- it's easy to stay in the inside and say you don't notice something, and then when you step outside, you notice it all of a sudden. But if you're trying to play yourself in the same token, nobody here was trying to play themselves. I dude, hope you're not saying me, dude. I'm not saying like play yourself, like do something. Like okay, granted that we was, but not all the time when we was home, we would always like do stuff or whatever. That's what that you like. After home a while, like sometimes like, we get home, it become tired. So it well, like so, work is the new is the new place to do things. I'm, no, I don't understand. But to get a point across, not saying it was correct. Like, okay, granted, this is like my first ever into office rendezvous. And maybe and, granted, it's not mine. Okay, so you knew the ropes a little more than I, I did. I did, and, I then did as, and, and then as along the way, like I'm trying to show you and tell you, I guess, for lack of better words, you got upset and you would get upset at that. Like, look, we're in the office. When we're when we're in the office, this is how we need to to I hate to say it behave or act while if we have a relationship right, together. But let's just it's not like we were two. And let me put this out there: we weren't bosses. We weren't. We didn't have our pictures on the wall. No, we weren't the higher ups. <laughs> no, no, so no. people 
you know, could look down and, and say this, this, and that about us. And we the higher us, we do whatever the hell we yeah, want. Yeah, but let's just clarify. I wasn't like over, over you. I wasn't like. I would hate oh, to put it that way, but it when you're, like you're, that. you're around somebody 24 7, it feels, it feels that like way. That. Yeah. Okay. That's but you different. see, but the thing is that I want to point out, I felt that way and you did not. Right. Right. It, exactly. And I, that's I what mean, I'm I mean, I understood it towards the end because of the fact, like, after a while, when you start to explain and have conversation about it, and when things start to affect, you get a heat. Because in my okay, mind, so, it was like, it wasn't that severe. It's like, for you, it was. Yeah, for it you, wasn't. it was a little thing. Whereas in... So what I want to know now is, so how you feel now that we are separated? Because now that we are separated, maybe you can see better. That's what I was talking I about, looking say, from the outside. And it's easier sometimes to see that way. It's it's better now because there was a moment I saying that we fully stopped talking, but there was nothing in between to talk about. Right, we didn't have know, anything to come home and talk about. about. Um, I think with us being separated, we actually found in the sense of like our own identity, where there wasn't no type of somewhat consequences or any other feedback on stuff that we was doing that was causing or quote unquote. Uh, right, a and now nowadays. I can't wait to leave work and come home. Yeah, to, like so I, I, I try to race you home. I, I really do. Like I'm like I try to get home before her, and you know what I'm saying. But this is this is definitely this was that was definitely a challenge for us. Right. Thank God we made it out. Knock on wood. We sure could did. continue to you know we, we can continue, continue this journey. Like no this what, journey. You know, yeah, it's just right. something we learned. This is things you know. One of the things about being in a relationship, you learn things along the way. No matter how it starts or how it ends, you learn things, you yep. take from it. Life so, is a lesson. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, would I ever do an inter-office? No. I, I mean, I would never do it again. No. And I'm glad that I'm your first and last. Me too. And, um... Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we could keep it going. Yeah. So, people, that was Couples Therapy. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, Again, we encourage anybody to hit us up and come join us for a little bit of Couples Therapy. We'll be right back after these messages. This is both sides, people. Good evening again, ladies and gentlemen. Come join us at Couples Therapy. Any couple, we welcome. If you guys want to just talk about anything going on in your lives, everyday lives, want to talk about something going on in the house or something like that maybe we can relate maybe we can help settle your differences hit us up on our instagram both underscore size djrs or hit us up on our gmail both size djrs at gmail.com welcome back ladies and gentlemen this is both sides dj honey well, we're here again, guys. We're wrapping up our second show. This has been nice. I really enjoy you guys listening to us and the feedback and all of this, you know, following us and, and, and subscribing and all the great things that you guys are just, you know, bringing to us, the critique, all of that stuff. We we enjoy it. Like, we really do. It just shows that you guys are listening. Um, It's encouraging to keep going. Yeah, it definitely it's- is. It's, it's just pushing us to a whole nother level. It's, it's you know, I didn't wake up and say, you know, I want to be a, a, my dream was to be a, a podcaster or, you know, anything like that. But, um you know, my as a matter of fact, my babe, she was, me and, me and her were talking earlier in the week and we were talking about just following a dream. Well, I'll let her elaborate on that more. I, I shouldn't even take, go ahead, babe. Um, well, you know, I wanted to talk about like, you know, how we all have dreams and we need to pursue our dreams, even if we can't or support someone who has a dream. And if you're capable or knowledgeable, you could actually help them pursue whatever footsteps or footprints they try to spread out to everyone else. Um, I think one of the things that we as people lack is the encouragement, the the faith in people to do more and do better and encourage them to keep on pursuing whatever they want to do. Um, you know, and one of the things that it's grateful enough to say is that, yeah, we get people who actually like our podcast. We have a lot of people who have said encouraging things and it's nice to know that people do listen, you know, 
And hopefully this insight of us doing this encourage other people to keep moving forward, whatever goals and aspirations they have also to move forward. Right. I mean, this is something that's just pushing me even more to just up my game. I'm over here doing research at night. It's, it's, it's like I said before, it, it wasn't my dream, but I'm loving what I'm doing and I'm going to keep going hard until, yeah. you know, we could get all the listeners that we we want or you know as much feedback as possible as much guests as much you know people in general like it's just pushing me to grind and i and i do want what we're doing to help other people you know figure it out and and push as hard as we're trying to push and not even as much we want everybody to try and push harder get to those places in life that you know you never thought that you'll reach but you know push somebody just told me the other day like I don't know where I heard it, but it's 24 hours in the day. And if you sleep in seven out, seven, seven hours out that day, you know, you have 17 hours to, to grind. And if you work in a nine to five, that's eight hours. That still that leaves still you with time. So right. let's grind. Let's not let time be the excuse. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's just push. You know, I, I want everybody get up, do it, write it out, get somebody on board with you, find somebody else who's. Who's, who who has the same you know aspirations as you do and 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 get them to grind with you. I mean, it's easy to grind by yourself, but when you have a team or, or what we're trying to create, who's trying to be go getters? Yeah, like go and get yours. Nobody's gonna give it to you. Right. There's so much different ways to get get what you have out there now. You you see, we're doing a podcast. Who would ever knew? You know, there's so right. much ways to get something out. So people with this message, we just want everyone to have a a, a good weekend. Um, a good week and, and go out there and just and pursue what you want because it's yours to go get. You understand? You guys have a great weekend. Again, this is Both Sides with DJ. And honey. We love y'all. Have a good one. God bless. God bless.